Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Bang Gang Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Pena. Uh, today we have Zach. He is returning, the returning boy. Uh, Zach, why don't you say hello? Hello. And then I uh, just want to give a little shout out, producer, audio engineer, Ryan. He's a good boy. I love him very much. I uh, We've seen each other naked a couple times on occasion, and um, I love him very much. Say hi, Ryan. Hello. Okay, cool, cool. Hey Ryan. Hello. Hey Ryan. Hello. He, and, uh, he edits his hello in afterward. Hello. I'll go Zach. ahead and introduce. Her. I'm sorry. Go Zach, ahead. What the hell, man? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're embarrassing me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Marasami. Okay. Name's so, <laughs> I I just want to you know preface this guest. You know he's our he's a real he's a real boy. Okay. If you picture LinkedIn with a face, uh, it is just picture, uh. Like a fancy boy and someone that a knows how to strapping lad, a strapping lad, someone knows how to really, you know, talk to someone. Uh, I love him. He's my best friend. We've known each other for a while now. Uh, you know, we've seen each other's homes. His name is uh, Brendan Kumarasamy. Brendan, why don't you say hello? Wow, that was that was perfectly pronounced. Really impressed. Good to see you. Called Zach and Ryan. Hello. I've been. Uh, I've been researching you for quite some time now, <laughs> and uh, I know the pronunciations. I know your, uh, you even know born. my home address and everything. Man. I yep. do, I do. Uh, Kamar Sami, I just want to start this podcast out. Um, so, you know, I, was, I, I always like to research our guests and everything, and uh, I just want to know, like, how did you find out about us? That's a good question, man. I think I just found you guys on Matchmaker. I sent a message, and for some reason, you wanted to interview me, so I was like, sure. Yeah, do it. yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Like you, I was like, okay, who's the, he's wearing a turtleneck? He's a fancy boy. I Wait, think Cole, you yeah. initiated? Uh, he actually initiated. Okay. So we're on, a, we're on a site. We're on a site called okay. Matchmaker. Okay, right? okay. And yeah. uh, Matchmaker, it's kind of like Grinder, but it's more for like <laughs> got it. It's actually very podcast. To that. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, you send a butt pic, and then we find each other, and I'm like, okay, cool. love at first butt pic. I love at first butt. Um. Sort so, like have you have you heard our podcast before? No, but I but I have a good feeling of what it's about. I guess. Yeah, oh, dude, I don't know. Wait, if you wait, could... do tell. We don't know. Yeah. We don't even know what it's about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Can you tell uh, us so what please, our podcast uh, about? Please, please tell us. I thought the podcast was about Ryan. That was my thinking. About Ryan? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's one. All right. Yeah, yeah, All right. Ryan. Yeah, You're gonna give Ryan a big head. He's gonna he's gonna yeah, push me that's out gonna go and now straight he's... to his head. He's just gonna edit his whole. You just Audio ruined over me, Kamarasami. You just ruined me. <laughs> I'm just happy you know how to pronounce my last name. This is very exciting. Oh, no, we love it, man. It's great. Yeah, we, we love you. We love it we, so uh, much that, so like Colt was saying, we, we like to do a little research on our guests. We couldn't find anything about you other than the podcast you've been a guest on. So we had to we had to come up with a, with a song without mm-hmm. knowing much about you. So we kind of embellished some stuff. Colt, you want to Yeah. So anything else to say about it before we show them? Basically, Whoa. we've been researching you, and we just we we love you very much. You're a good boy, strapping young lad, and we wanted to make a song to show our appreciation. And yeah, like Zach said, we couldn't find anything about you other than uh, you are a professional public speaking boy, and you could do podcasts. So I just you know we made a song for you, and here it is. Okay, you ready? I'm ready for this. Whoa! All right. Marasami, he likes pastrami, but not salami, he lived through a tsunami, 
Kumarasami, his Christian name is Tommy. Don't let him harm me. Kumarasami, we wish she was our mommy. He's a commie. Kumarasami, I'm naked, please draw me. Kumarasami. Kumarasami. So, yeah, what what'd you what you think about that? Wow, I, I love the effort you two are put into the show. This is very impressive, actually. <laughs> oh no, just wait till you hear it in post, man. We're gonna put. Uh, yeah. it. This we have good. we have gunshots in case she like docks anybody. Yeah, if it's you say good. like you know if you throw out some a bad word or if you you know say someone's name, yeah, dox them. Then we'll we'll put a gunshot in or like a name of a place you don't want in. We'll put an explosion. The production value we got since we got Ryan, Hello. it's been uh, it's been upped. Yeah, you know I, mean? I guess it is about Ryan. Hello. This whole podcast. Yeah. Anyway, no, I, I interrupted, man. What'd you think of the song? Because we that worked was, really hard on it. That was really good, actually. It rhymed. I actually feel very important. This is so weird. Oh, good. This is cool. You I mean, I'm you just should. a dude in a basement who makes videos, but like, wow. Really <laughs> Aren't we all? You know, yeah. am I? I mean, yeah. I. That's how I got my start. Is my dad take me in the basement? We'd make some videos and. <laughs> I would just, you know, <laughs> fiddle around. You, you guys know, are going with, somewhere. I love this. This is great. Playing with different things. Um, Don't forget me uh, when you two are famous. You guys have a nag for this. Wow. You too, oh, man. You. I mean, wow. so we did do some research on you, okay? Um, we went through your LinkedIn. We we, we looked you up. Uh, you are a Canadian boy, a very well-mannered Canadian boy. Is that correct? I thought you said well-married. I was like, oh, You well are well-married. Well are you well-married? <laughs> no, are you a married I'm not. Man? But oh, I guess okay. at this point, it, it seems like I should be, so I guess... Uh, how how old are you? I'm 24. 24? Me too, dude. When's your birthday? I'm May 1st. Oh, fuck you, dude. Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you a Pisces? You a Pisces? I don't know, man. I don't follow that stuff, but sure. Yeah, I, I like. I don't follow it, but like, you know, you meet a girl, you're on Tinder or whatever, and they're like, what's your, what's your sign? You know what I mean? Like, that's oh, all they... I, yeah, I try and avoid those types of conversations. Kind right. Of right <laughs> well i'm a libra you know i've got a moon rising and a retrograde um so you on your linkedin it said you worked as a household hazardous waste re waste representative <laughs> what, yeah can you, you tell it, me bro. what that is man i've been on so many shows this is the first time someone's asked me that yeah so essentially <laughs> what it was was it was a really shitty job i was like literally 15, i was a 15 i was 15 years old i was broke my parents didn't have any money to to like pay school for me kind of want 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 so anyways mm -hmm. i went to, i went to this uh, eco center and i had to like sort dangerous products like chemical products oh i was lucky most of them were like household things you know things like i don't know like spray like house spray yeah 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 you just throw them in different cans sometimes you get like really toxic shit but anyways i mostly spent all day just sorting through this trash let's just say i didn't really like that job very much but uh right yeah, it was, uh, you were there for like four months, right? I was like, yeah, four months too long, man. I made my 12 bucks an hour and I ran away. $12 an hour? Are you kidding me? At 15? Yeah, something like that. Dude, I was, Canada I was is, it, man. It was... Canada's amazing. Like I worked at, uh, I worked at a hardware store and I was basically abused you know? <laughs> and, uh, I made $7 an hour. Oh, just, geez, you know, man. Getting spanked and everything. It was That's bad. like, that's like the bus ride like, to yeah, get yeah. there. <laughs> Listen, America is not where it should be. Um, <laughs> I think I think the sign of a country's like prosperity. Um, I think it depends on the uh, the vessel that your milk comes in. 
What do you think about that? <laughs> Wait, yeah. repeat that sentence for me? No, we have paper that's... cartons that our milk comes in, so we're fucked, man. Like, yeah, we have uh, plastic. We, we just lost love before our plastic. the race started. It's a it's a Canada joke. Your milk comes in bags, right? We just we just avoid the milk altogether, honestly. That shit's harmful what? for you. We don't. It's not good for you guys. Oh, oh my god, I dude, love we Canadians love, so much. Love, they're so sweet. They're so sweet. Well, I'm just it's saying, really like, sweet. yeah, milk is fucking poison for you. Like, it's stupid. Why do we drink it? It's that whole got did they, so that got milk campaign never reached up to Canada, right? Like, yo, no that's big... a, that's the thing that I found when I was a kid is like I would look at these got milk campaigns and I realized ten years later that, that all of that was a scam. Like, it's milk is like, oh, yeah. horrible for you. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Just went whoa. Are you a vegan boy then? No, definitely <laughs> not. Zach, how right. could you say that? I, I'm very, what? I'm very, yeah, very hypocritical, guys. I'm like very anti-food, some, but I, I love my steak, so sorry. Yeah, steaks are good, man. I feel like, uh, how do you like your steak? Probably you know, medium I, rare, you know. Me, I knew it. I knew you were medium rare. Like, I'm a pretty fancy boy, but you guys, yeah, my videos. <laughs> you got your fucking turtle, you got your turtleneck on. You're eating some medium rare steak. I, I have a question. Where do you film? Ah, uh, there. That's a good question. Oh, you should know this, though. Haven't you done research? Don't you know? Yeah, the it's it's like uh, it's like a rent a space, right? It's like LeBlanc or La, what is it? It's like a clothing company that you, you film it. in their space, right? Exactly. You got it. I thought you would know. Well, you're close. It's yeah, it's yeah. called it's called Maison La Parème in French. Basically, oh, shit, the, dude. Yeah, I don't worry. <laughs> you just made us both hard dude yeah nice. i'll take it as a compliment but yeah it's just basically my the guy who films me basically does everything like he picks my clothes he tells me where to sit he tells me how to speak and that's it that's that's how my dad is with me <laughs> i knew you were gonna videos. say that yeah, <laughs> yeah let's oh, just say the relationship between me and my video guys a bit different than the one with your father's but uh but yeah it's, oh your lovers he doesn't give you a kiss for good luck and a kiss for a good show it's uh, <laughs> uh actually i guess it might be a bit similar but not uh maybe not, <laughs> maybe not oh. as yeah similar but maybe not but yeah exactly I, that's where i film i film in a suit shop so yeah no cool. I, i'm i'm a bum i'm a dude who lives in a basement he's the guy who like sets me up that way so i look cool in the videos no that's cool man do you still live with your parents oh yeah of course i don't understand yeah. people who move out don't really understand that yeah i mean like i feel like that's the way to go you know just milk it <laughs> as long as you can you know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh my God. Um, what's the weirdest podcast experience you've ever had? Cause like we were looking you up and literally you type in your name. It's literally, you've been on like a thousand different podcasts. Yeah. Here. I'm pretty nuts. You know, yeah. you, know I, you know, when the start, the show started, I thought this was going to be the first, the most weirdest one so far, but it yeah. actually isn't. <gasps> oh there's, shit. There's dude. one that's way way weirder than this one. That's why you probably tell I'm pretty calm in this scenario. It's really, uh, I was a bit surprised, but hey, it's not so bad. Like <laughs> you, you two oh, are actually you. normal. You two are actually normal. No, oh, there's this one that. there's this one show. Don't go on the show. I'm just letting you guys know right now. We'll bleep it it's out. Called, yeah, yeah. It's called it's called and mm-hmm. I, I message because you know me i'm just i'm, I'm like a podcast hoe right i kind of just yeah you know, yeah you're a little <laughs> pandemic summer then i'm just gonna go back to business as usual but anyway <laughs> so i messaged this dude on he's like yeah i'd love to have you on the show so anyways it, it's like friday night it's like 8 p.m and then like I, I get on the skype and he doesn't call me like he, he's like oh i'm supposed to, and then i was like okay so then i press call and then mm-hmm. the thing goes for like 30 seconds and then it just stops and then the call starts, and then it's like black. Then I'm like, okay. And then there's these weird sound effects that come out of nowhere, and there's like weird ghosts on the screen. And he's like, welcome to. 
and then he's like starts he starts like forcing me to do poems and shit. I was like, what the fuck is going what on? The... It was the weirdest. Shit. Like, you guys think you're weird? This is like, yeah. I'll send you the episode after the show. But it's dude, weird. please do. That's amazing. And, and at the end of the show, he didn't even say goodbye. It just turned off after like 13 minutes. <laughs> That's so just, creepy. Dude. I was like, what the hell? Does he, is he like going to like attack me? Like, I don't know and then what? he sent me an email and he's like, this will be on cable TV next week. Thanks for being on. I was like, what? The <laughs> I was Whoa. like, okay. Huh. Was it on cable TV? Did you ever find I it? I didn't even. I didn't want to look, man. I kind of got scared oh, yeah. after that. I kind of just said, uh... <laughs> "Yeah, dude, it's probably on like some like smut site thing." He probably like what? What? What were the poems that you read to him? It was just so weird. He was just like create a poem. So I just I, I don't know. I just freestyled something. I, yeah. I'm pretty gracious on shows. You probably tell so far by talking to me. So I just yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, be insane or be the same. I started doing rhymes and shit, and the guy was just like, and he started like making noises as I was making poems. Like, what the hell is going on? Dude, I'm so like, I'd be so afraid if I were. I'd be like, you'd be like singing a po or saying and a poem, and then a butthole just like flashes on the screen. Literally, and at some point, like I think like seven minutes out of into it, he just started talking to himself. He was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is uh, thanks for. He was like, nobody understands the purpose of the show, but you do, Brendan. Oh, and i'm just like oh fuck i guess i guess sometimes it hurts to be master talk right when you kind of, when you kind of understand your audience too much it's kind of like oh shit like jesus man really, he's like yeah most people that come on the show they just leave but you don't and i just oh went, my god I just went, like, dude i think i'm gonna reach out to that guy i really yeah i, I actually good. think I, you know if you get on the show you probably will and then, and then I'll, I'll like send it to me, and I'll watch it for sure. Dude, I will, man. Today I was like trying to pet myself up to like have you on. I was a little nervous, you know. Yeah. But um, I photoshopped you with Steve Buscemi eyes, and then you holding me. What's Steve Buscemi? Oh, is that like a Canada? It's he's a dude. He's a, have you ever seen Reservoir Dogs? Nah. What is that like American thing? Uh, it's like he's an American Tarantino actor. Movie. He's an American actor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But he's just like a guy. Um, he's a sweet boy. He used to be a fireman, and then he became an actor. Dude, and, really? Yeah, he used to be a fireman, and he didn't know that he was like, you know, not a good-looking dude until he became an actor. And his eyes look like, uh, like little belly buttons with an eyeball inside of it, or like a. Anyway, I, <laughs> I photoshopped his eyes onto you, and I photoshopped you holding me just to pump me up for the show. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, whatever gets views, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Um, works for your. You seem to have a very interesting audience base. I can already tell right away. So it's uh the audience audience consists of my mom, and uh, this uh, girl I'm talking to. Oh, cool. And that's uh, it. My wife. Yeah. No, that's and it. his wife. Oh, you're married. Oh, jeez. Three, <laughs> three viewers. Holy crap, um, dude! Congrats, Zach. That's thanks, a... dude. I've been... <laughs> Thank you. We're getting yeah, up there. Good job. So, so how long have you been married, Zach? It's been like. Uh uh what three years three oh. years now we're coming up on yeah coming up on three years i think the question i have is why are you doing this with colt i don't understand because <laughs> like, well, you clearly my... don't approve of his actions so I he's my strangest brother no yeah no i'm i'm <laughs> deathly afraid of what he's gonna do to you so like, <laughs> i think i think you playing ball in the beginning really really helped you out you, you mm -hmm. saved yourself from some some uncomfortable stuff later we're gonna start you know ghosts were gonna come on the screen he was he had he wrote a bunch of poems with me last night and he was gonna make you read them but like i don't yeah. think he's gonna make you do that anymore that's cool nah you guys are fine and i've had much worse experiences on shows okay <laughs> oh thank you i mean you're like a married guy you seem to be a, you know you can you kind of keep cold stable it's cool it's, it's pretty oh 
He gets it. Yeah. He knows what the show is. He gets it. Yeah, He's telling he us what our show yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. If you, really if you have any more realizations of what our show's about, just let us know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just going to be a figure it out. Yeah. Um, so one thing um, that I noticed on some podcasts that you um, talk about is you have a random word exercise. That's true. Yeah, uh, I was. Can you can you explain to the listeners what the random word exercise is? Crap! Now I'm scared. What random word are you gonna give me? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, oh, it's don't coming be scared. up. It's oh, you coming guys up. are good. You guys are good. All right, this is gonna be fascinating, actually. So yeah, essentially, what the random word exercise is, is it's the best way to learn communication. So if you spend every day picking random words, it could be like tree or whatever the hell Colt's gonna give me. He's second. scared. I heard it when he said tree. He's scared. Is it gonna be like Christmas? Like I hope. But anyways. Oh, you then, wish. No, oh. Kumarasana. <laughs> you guys are fucking crazy. It's I love it. coming. <laughs> oh, honestly, I needed a podcast like this. I think I just did seven boring ones straight. So I guess uh, this is a good. Oof. Jesus, so like don't, today? Don't meme them. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's. You uh, didn't today? Seven today? I'm pretty nuts, guys. I'm I'm like the most hardworking podcast guest you'll ever. Find. Yeah, Colt was admiring your hustle. Like, yeah, Jesus, yeah dude. Yeah, for sure. Like. That's all you do, man, is just podcast. You're I just literally like, just podcast, and that's it, man. You got your milk bag IVs. You're just sitting in your basement just mainlining podcasts. Just literally. <laughs> just literally. Hey, everyone. My name is Brandon from Master Talk. Hey, everyone. And then you, yeah, exactly. Know? But is it – I every podcast, dude, they're so like – no. I mean, the, you're great. But like the podcast, they're so like boring. They have the same questions every time. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's like, tell us about this. You know? I don't know. Like, <laughs> There's that that one. He talked about a fucking pig for like 20 minutes. Didn't oh yeah, that was cool. That one was actually dope. Wow, really? You've really done your research. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, how many how, how many podcasts have you listened to me? That's not the dude. Point. There was I like literally... the sex one. We listened to the sex one. Which oh, one God. was that? The which one was that one? Was it's that like the, the Swedish people, dude. Oh, the blood! Oh my yeah. god! Oh, dude. those two are the sweetest. Oh, so oh, funny, dude. Okay, you gotta tell me. You gotta tell me. That was hilarious. You, uh, you know? <laughs> Are they into some, some you know, stuff? You, you, know what into... The, you know what the funniest part of that podcast was? Is what? I went on to talk about communication relationships, but I'm a virgin. It was like the funniest shit ever. Oh, oh come on, Sammy. It was so funny. No, but she... I, I was still on topic because it was relationships in the context of how do you communicate with other people? But it was mm-hmm. just funny that they wanted to have me on the show. It was just, it was just no, nice it was, to be it was, sweet. We were so impressed by the way you handled it because we were like, oh my God, this Dude, is going to be. They started talking about like boners and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, oh my God, this is going to be so good. Like, I'm so excited to hear Kamar Sami talk, say, say the word boner. And you're you know? just like in the most professional manner ever yeah, imaginable. I'm just, just, I'm just very good at deflecting questions. It's, so it's, good. It's a gift, yeah. Yeah, That's but we're co- we're coming back to the random word challenge. Don't think oh, you yeah. escaped. Oh, oh no, don't worry. On, See, notice how I'm deflecting right now. Oh, you guys are good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh tell us, did you, so you okay, I you know, my my mind's a steel trap. So being a uh, a master at talking, public speaking boy, you don't you don't get as much ass? No, I, I think for me it's more of um I, I guess we we just have different perspectives on things. For for me, the only thing that really matters in life is just success. Mm-hmm. And and I think you guys should read books like uh, The Rational Man by uh, what's that guy's name? Rolly. Uh, Rolly Tol- Polioli. Yeah. yeah, same thing. And, yeah. You know, like I I read Neil's book. You know, Neil's a great guy. But mm-hmm. but I think what I realized in his journey is like, yeah, sure, he picked up a lot of girls, but he ended up being you know long term not very cool. I I just like to follow other people's life. Like I was very involved in the 
you know the pua space just you know talking to a lot of pickup artists just getting to know them because they're very good at like social skills right i just de- decided not to apply i just didn't want to do it but uh did you did you say the poo in space no the pua so pua is a is a term that stands for pickup artist oh pua okay community. okay so, basically poo in space yeah, so, so I know a couple of guys in that community, and I read mm-hmm. I read the game by Neil Strauss. You know, I thought about doing all that stuff. It just yeah. it just I, I just find it such a waste of your twenties. I think most guys what they do is they get lost in in you know chasing after women, and they wake right. up at thirty two and they're like broken losers, and and you know they just they just end up nowhere. Whereas the guys exactly. who just focus on their success in their thirties, you can just get whoever they want. So that was just the mm-hmm. the perspective I took on this. So I, I use my social skills to go on podcasts like this instead and deflect questions rather than <laughs> that's yeah. basically uh, So we were gonna sex, ask you if you so, You didn't you didn't oh, man, that's Swedish. I love her. You know Yeah, they were great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh um yeah, I'm a virgin. And uh, do you ever? I, I gotta go back and like say, like think about what you said. But um, do you ever use your powers for evil? Mm, that's the thing, man. So, so uh, I'll give you a fun thing about me. Uh, I, I watched a show called Death Note, right? And Death Note. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, have you guys seen it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you have. Zach's okay. a weeb. Zach's oh, a weeb. I'm not a weeb. I'm definitely a weeb. But <laughs> 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 the point is, is I, I think what's great about that show is like. It's it's this whole gray area of anyways. Oh, for those who don't know who are listening, I don't know for the three people who are listening. Uh, yeah. Cults, cults, the sort of girlfriend, but not really. Um, Zach's wife, and who's I already forgot the third. My girl. mom. You your forgot mom. my mom. I'm sorry, cults. It's my bad. I thought I was your mom based on the song. I don't would remember. You, would you want to be my mommy? I guess. I guess we'll figure it out as we go on with the show. We'll make a okay. decision. But we'll anyways. The, the point I was driving is is there's a lot of basically the show for the three people are watching is it basically he finds this is guy he finds a notebook and he uses the notebook to basically kill every bad person in the world mm-hmm. and and that's what's fascinating about the show is this whole gray zone of is he is he doing a good thing or not so so I think there's some instances that you need where you need to make decisions where people don't know how to make the right ones. So think about like this whole idea that 78% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, but mm-hmm. they also want independence and live on their own. Whereas I'm sure a big percentage of those people could just stay at home and not live paycheck to paycheck. You know what I mean? It's just like this weird thing of there. I think there's some instances where you need to use your power in a way that even if it's perceived as evil is not actually evil. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Can you give a couple examples though? Maybe just one yeah. example. Like, Let me think about it. Well, you know, careful what you say on here about like empowering people because this is a white supremacist podcast. Shut yeah, up. I'm pretty sure. I was pretty sure when I got on. <laughs> yeah. Oh you my know, god. I just be careful. Okay. It's just you know yeah. the climate today. But um, I want to go back to think of think of the example, all right? But I want to go back to the random word exercise. Okay. Sure. So we're gonna give you a random word, and you have to. <laughs> it's present not that random. It. It's not okay. that random. Yeah. It's like what's the word? So, uh, Kumar Sami, I think the word. Uh, that I'm thinking of is labia. Labia. Labia? Labia minora? Majora? Labia. I have to Google that one to do this exercise. Oh, you sweet, sweet oh, boy. <laughs> Google labia. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, we cool. All, cool. all yeah. right, let's do it. In life, you always need to search for something. Some people search for fame. Other people search for gold. Some people search for Libya. 
for Libya. That's a country. I don't think, I don't think anyone searches for Libya. You know, sometimes, guys, if you really care about searching and you keep looking, you might someday find what you're actually looking for. And that thing might be Libya or Labia or <laughs> something. <laughs> Sorry, you guys are good. You guys got me good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I, no, that was great. That was great. I don't know. Kamar Sami, I'm not convinced. I liked it. No, right. listen. I guess, he, he, I guess he stepped I'm around not... the word. He stepped around the word. No, he's trying his damnedest not to go full Pua. He doesn't want to use his powers for evil. Cult. No, okay. It's, I'm talking poo. You got to go full Pua in space, bro. Dildo. Dildo's the word. You guys are right, crazy. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. Dildo's right, the next sure. word. You know, the last time I thought about Daffy Duck, it was, you know, he's always quacking and dillying and daddling across oh, the street, finding his truth. And that truth is diddling, daddling to where he's supposed to be. And that place could be the center of somebody's diddly daddling. You're never gonna get me to say the word. Nice oh my god! Oh, you won't Kamar say dildo. No. You won't say diddle. But oh. you know, Daffy Duck does diddle. He did say that. I did. <laughs> that's you pretty know. close. I guess yeah. that's good. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck and those little yeah. Basically, we're we're just gonna take all these sound bites and mix I, them later. I so literally have I literally have to add this part of the at podcast in my executive coaching program. It would make people feel so uncomfortable because even I'm having struggles with this. So, and I usually don't struggle on shows. So this is. Mm -hmm. uh, you and no, I it doesn't, doesn't seem like you're struggling. You sidestepped like a master, like a master yeah. talker. <laughs> yeah, you wanna uh, you wanna test us out? You wanna give us a random word? Uh, sure. Mm -hmm. Let's do. How about Zach? How about you go with marriage? Marriage. Sometimes in life, you're searching. Sometimes it's for a seashell on the beach. Sometimes you're walking. You smell the. You smell the beach air in your nostrils when you search. You know, you might might be alone. Maybe you're searching for marriage. You need to find someone with that labia. Someone who also is searching. Maybe they've been spending too much time with their dildo. So you need to search. And you need to master your talk and find that marriage. And you will no longer be alone. Wow. God bless. Wow. Wow, that was good. That was, that was really good, man. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that was really good. That was really... <sighs> and cult, your word is dad. Dad. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, no. Daddy. Daddy. All right. Yeah, everyone, close your eyes, okay? I want you to, I want you to picture a room. Okay? I'm already ahead of you, man. It's a dark, dark basement. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's Christmas Day. Your dad comes down, you see the door swing open, the light that you haven't seen in a week comes down the stairs, and then you hear, <laughs> as your dad walks down the stairs, the creaking of the steps, he's erect. He says, son, we're going to start a YouTube channel. It's called, uh, it's called Don't Tell Your Mother. And then we make pastries, and we unbox toys, uh, he makes me do Ryan's awesome toy reviews and we just, you know, we just take our clothes off and get in there, mix it up a little bit. No, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary happens, you know, but you know, there's always that glint in his eye. He knows, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and that's how we got a YouTube partnership. 
uh, we got, you know, we just crossed a million subscribers. Um, but the algorithm kind of fucked us uh, since they changed it where, you know, our viewer base is kind of, we don't show up anymore. But uh, Spider-Man versus Elsa, we did the, one of those videos. Anyway, <laughs> my dad, he uh, he's my mentor. He gives me a kiss for good luck, kiss for good night, and a kiss for just because. <laughs> How's that, Kamari Psalms? You guys are pretty good at public speaking. Wow. Oh, thank I used you. To, I used to be in debate, and I used to, um, I was in an om- optimist competition. I won a medal. You were in an, wait, you were in an optimist wait, wait, wait. competition? So, yeah. So, so there's a comp, yeah. Go so ahead, what man. happened to you, Cole? You used to be like me, and then. And then <laughs> this is what the- happens when you use your powers for evil. This is what happens. Right. You, 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 all it takes, man, You one day you're watching Death Note, and then you fall into your dad, and then you just. Whoa. You're, you're like an, you're like anti master talk. This is so bizarre. So I'm not anti master talk. No, we're, we're, believe me, we're gonna give you a nice big plug at the end of this. Yeah, you're you like worry. you're like the dark talk. No, I mean I like the in this. I the sense like you're actually pretty good at communication, but you're using it for a completely different purpose. It's very interesting. He's the nega mm-hmm. Kumarasami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean you're against the YouTube channel. I bet you're yeah. kind of like the opposite. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He's like I, it, like you're just kind of like the alter your, ego kind. Yeah, of he's your he's your dark side. I just um I don't know man. I'm just I'm just a, just a boy, you know, going through the motions, just trying to see what's right, what fits where. Um but I was in a competition, uh it's called the Optimist Optimist competition, and I, you know, I was in debate and I was in like a speech class and everything, and I I I'm totally fine with speaking in front of people. I love it actually. I love the attention. I'm a attention whore. Um and so I didn't even the teacher was like, "Hey, uh, you're going to join this competition and you got to write a speech on it. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know anything about the competition, what the subject was. I just know it was called the optimist competition. And uh, the guy went up before me and he was killing it. You know, he had the whole crowd involved and he was just, uh, he was just, he was great, you know? And I went up there, I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I should have paid more attention, you know? And I go up there and I'm just telling a story, you know, it's like, sta- it's like 20 minutes of stand up. I'm like, ah, doing some crowd work. I'm like, hey, look at this guy. Where are you from? Huh? <laughs> And then, like, I uh, I didn't know, like, what I was going to talk about. So I just fake cried. I told, like, a sat, like a fake story, and I fake cried. And then I got a medal. <laughs> no, you fake yeah, cried. Like, Optimism. Oh <laughs> and then I got the medal. Wow. Anything like that ever happened to you? Definitely not. But it's cool that you're using those powers. Yeah, dude. You got to use them for, for uh, people's wow. medals. You ever do stand-up, Brendan? I, th- I made a video on stand-up, and I have a lot yeah. of respect for comedians. But I think for me, I, I was always a wuss. I always wanted to be a stand-up until I saw I, – I remember it was like 10 years ago or something. I was I was watching MTV Cribs, you know, Ooh. back in the, mm-hmm. the show. And they, they featured Russell Peters once. And then he opened one of his cabinets in like one of his houses, and it was just all porn. And I just went, I really shouldn't be a stand-up comedian. I think this guy's like, Oh my god, Kumar Sami, yeah. you're that's such a good, sweetheart. Yeah, that's yeah, a good origin crazy. story. I was like, mm-hmm. Yo, I really shouldn't be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I used I used my uh, I guess my comedic. I'm not as good as the other stand-ups, but using I guess some of that comedy skills in business. Because in business, if you if you or it's funny even a bit you're like the funniest guy in the room right so, <laughs> right uh, like literally so my uh office that i work at now um, you work at an office come on i no i have a, I have a court i <laughs> get out I, of here I, I what, what are you gonna job, say dude. next you're happily married with kids come on man. no i mean like <laughs> I, can, I, I have i have four wives they all have <laughs> you know they have, we have kids together they're good they're good people you know but i'm not 
paying child support ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I work in an office. Zach works in an office. We're both. No, uh, Zach, so- I know works in an office. I'm talking about you. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, but like the thing is, like, yeah, I work in an office, and it's like uh, that Parks and Rec Parks and Rec episode where ben goes to the accounting firm and they're all just fucking boring people and then he makes like a joke and they're like <laughs> they just like laugh at him i'm the office comedian but i got in trouble one time because like only once i had to get i had to get um i got i got an aside you know that my uh-huh. my boss is like hey look man um you know we all appreciate the work you do here you're you're doing a really good job but just can you just not say butthole around the office anymore <laughs> are you serious i swear to god you never yeah, told so me that i can't say butthole knows yeah i'm just wow yeah dude so um i don't know i i like i just feel like it's uh like i hate linkedin so much dude uh (laughs) you you are so the ad tv this is great if you look at my linkedin brendan i have like stock photos of like i just typed in cringy white people stock photos and it's just like like 20 white people in business suits just like high-fiving together and then, like, my picture is me holding a mannequin, like, kissing it and, like... Whoa. I'm literally looking up right now. Yeah, just look me up. Uh, Colt cool. Pena on LinkedIn. Follow me. Give me a little connect. Video <laughs> editor at... Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. going to have to put a big old explosion yeah, we're there. Yeah, put an explosion there. Um, oh, but, yeah, I'm a, I'm a video editor. Um, I... I don't know. I had a company. Um, I, have, I have a few companies. Cool. I mean, they never disbanded. You're still in your companies. I, yeah, I still have like three companies. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I basically I make commercials around uh, San Diego, California, and then cool. I do like freelance video video editing stuff. Um, and then I full time video edit for. Uh... Cool, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in San Diego a couple of months ago. It was really nice. Really, what were you doing here? I was there for a Brendan Bouchard event. There was like a, he's like a high performance coach. So I was there for a couple of days, had some nice tacos. This, I don't know if you guys know the taco place. It's like this, uh, I forgot what it's called, but it was like, is, a that, <laughs> is that a dig at us being Mexican? No, no, it's just really good Mexican food in San Diego. Well, it's you like, don't, do you remember what the name was? Oh crap. It's nah, I'm going to butcher it. I don't remember. Um, it's probably downtown, right? Yeah. It's, I just knew there was like a huge line and it's always like the same and they only take cash. Uh, oh, well, that's how you know it's oh. good. Yeah, it's like, uh, is it like the Tia's, like the ant place? It's like all homemade. I don't know. Yeah, something But like there's that. so, like Mexican food in San Diego. That's where it's at, man. Yeah, something I love like it. That. Looking at Brendan Bouchard right now. He looks like a good boy. Yeah, he's, he's got <laughs> yeah. good morals. Yeah, we all got good. Yeah, we're all good boys here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and by us. Oh, it's it's called Las Cuatro Milpas. On Ooh, damn i love that pronunciation yeah a lot of people don't commit to the spanish pronunciation oh, yeah of course um, don't you guys know i can karaoke in eight different languages i'm sure that's eight. awesome we only saw like four languages on your link yeah you got some uh, tamil uh, oh no i can I, yeah i can speak three but i can karaoke in eight. Oh my god yeah. that's pretty cool you just go into a trance and suddenly you know other languages <laughs> during yeah, you, karaoke you, you just re-listen to the same one over and over again that you just oh, know okay to, all right i don't understand what the hell's going on but you just kind of pronounce you could <laughs> you better be careful man you're a business boy you can't be just blind in lyrics you know <laughs> can't be talking about lib- labias and dildos yeah who knows and what duck diddling. are in other languages <laughs> um so you um you come from indian descent Sri Lankan, speak... but close enough. Yeah. Oh fuck! Oh, you, speak, you, speak, you speak Tamil? Yeah, you got it. I do. Okay. Yeah. Do you watch um, any Bollywood movies? I used to. I used oh, to. Yeah. I got a I... movie for you. 
What's the movie? <laughs> it's called it's called Saho. Saho. Yeah, S A A H O. And it's it is A H O? Yes. Listeners, um the uh brought to you by Saho. Saho. Is it the undercover agent one? Oh my god, yeah it is, dude. It's so good. I literally like Did you actually watch it though? What what's up? Did you actually watch it though? I've seen it like three times. Actually? Yeah, dude, it's so funny. It is so funny. There's this part like, so it's like an hour and a half in, the movie ends, and then the title screen starts and credits roll, and then trailers play, and then the movie starts, like the actual movie starts after an hour and a half. And like, he's on a cliff, and he just takes his shirt off, he's wearing Yeezys, and he just throws a fucking parachute off this cliff, and then jumps in the parachute, and then he like lands in a tank, and then like, he's got a bunch of girls dancing around him. It's like, it's amazing, dude. (laughs) Yeah, apparently it's on Amazon Prime. I'm going to watch it with, with Allie tonight. Oh, yeah, that's it's, cool. It's Enjoy. Um, yeah. Speaking of Allie, do you want to do, do a little murder murder show? Yeah. Murder um, so we have a uh, segment on our show, uh, Brendan, um, where we have a murder every week. Um, so Zach's wife, Allie, she's going to come in and she's going to tell us about a murder and everything. So if you have any questions for her or... Um, you know, comments about the story, let us know. Viewer discretion viewer discretion is advised. Um the last one was pretty messed up. Do you are you into murder and stuff, Brendan? <laughs> what does that mean? Like you mean like just researching? Like understanding the psychology of people in that yes. area? Yeah, like like you uh you ever just like watch like a true crime mini series? Like, oh shit. Yeah, for murder. sure. I used to watch a show called uh, Criminal Minds. This is a oh, long, yeah. long, long, long time ago. Back when that was like big, probably season one, two. There's like mm-hmm. the featuring with the guy. Oh, what's that? You live in a world you believe to be reality. But what you may not realize there is a place so dark, so evil, just beyond reach. If you aren't careful, You might find yourself victim to the Dark Alley Murders. (laughs) Matt Hoffman. He is, he lives in Ohio. Have you heard of him before? No. Brendan, have you? Okay, so this guy is a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to look up stuff for his early childhood, but he's not like a, a serial killer. So there's not really much to go off of. Only thing I could find was that his parents divorced at an early age or a young age. So I'm assuming that might have had something to do with his weirdness, but I'm not positive. It didn't say so or anything like that. Um, but he is from Mount Vernon, Ohio. He is around 30 years old, or he was then back in 2010, so he should be in his 40s by now. Um, What happened was, well, a little history of him. He was a tree trimmer, or they call him tree surgeons if you want to get real serious about it. Mm -hmm. But um, just a tree trimmer. He had an obsession with trees. His neighbors said that they always noticed that he was playing with trees, even like at an older age. Um, you know, like with a hammock or putting rope around it and like just playing with it in a way. And then they also noticed that he would um, kill squirrels. So he was always kind of a little off 
um, in that way. But um, his obsession turned into a career, so he started doing tree trimming. Um, when he in 2010, though, he ended up being uh, getting unemployed. So um, his life kind of went upside down. He was he had a girlfriend who had a young son. They ended up breaking up, moving out, and then um, he lost his job. So he was kind of in a bad place at that time. Um, so what he decided to do was he wanted to go and burglarize somebody's house. He says that he chose a house by random, but sources are saying otherwise, which I'll get into later. Mm -hmm. um, what he did was he camped out uh, across the street from this house that he decided he wanted to burglarize. And um, he spent the night there and waited till they left in the morning. Well, he broke in, was starting to steal some valuables, and then the owners actually came back home earlier than he expected. He was there for about an hour. So he says that he got freaked out and ended up stabbing them. So there was the mother, Tina Herman, her son, Cody, who was 11 years old, and then their neighbor slash friend, Stephanie. Um, they all were stabbed to death. So they also had a little girl. Her name her, it was 13 years old. I couldn't find her name anywhere. I don't know why, but I couldn't find her name. But she was with them as well, but he didn't kill her. He actually kidnapped her. So what he did was he kidnapped the daughter, took her back to his house, put her in the basement, and uh, locked her in there and tied her up. Mm -hmm. Went back to the other house and dismembered the bodies and then took it to a disclosed location, which I'll get into in a little bit as well. Um, before he was able to complete his whole task of uh, putting the bodies where he wanted to put them, he went back to his house again to, he thought he was taking care of the 13-year-old. He would make her hamburgers and he made her like a, a bed out of leaves. Um, yeah. And he said that she loved it and that it was super comfortable, but... Um, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I can't that's imagine <laughs> leaves being that comfy, but okay. nice. Yeah, he's a sweet boy. Um, just like Brendan. And so uh, <laughs> Jesus. What, what happened was um, his house is covered in leaves. I mean, completely covered, like inches and inches stacked on top as, as like um, as his floor. And then he also had uh, uh, grocery bags plastic grocery bags that were filled up with leaves that were up against all the walls. So it was almost like his whole house was made out of leaves. Like in a way he was living in the tree type of thing. And so, um, you know, he only had two trees in his front yard. So neighbors were like, he didn't get those leaves just from his yard. So he would go collect them while he was unemployed and probably while he was tree trimming as well. So um, downstairs in the basement, he had made her a little bit out of leaves. And then he also made her a diaper out of a uh, plastic um, grocery bag with holes in it so she could go to the bathroom. And then he would also let her go upstairs with him and sit on the couch with all the leaves surrounding them. And he'd make her a hamburger and he'd put his arm around her. Aww. Yeah, he's really sweet. Then he taught her about what sex was, which Aww. I'm not going to get into because it's weird. But he ended up raping her. Oh, so shit. Don't, aw. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, he ended up raping her. In his eyes, he didn't see it as rape. He thought, okay, I'm going to take care of this girl and I'm being good to her. But he wasn't. 
Um, he kept telling her her family was alive and that he was going to re- let her go uh, by Christmas so she could play with her family again. So this whole time she thinks her family is alive and that eventually she'll be saved. Um, that never happened, obviously, because her family was dead. But she did have her dad, who did not live there. His last name was Maynard. And um, he ended up taking care of her, and she's in a good place now. She's You can't find anything on her, though, because she was so young, and they kind of want to keep her out of that spotlight. Right. Um, but anyways, so while she was uh, tied up in the basement, um, he would go to – he had a favorite tree. I tried to figure out what the tree was, like if it was a willow tree or what, but it just said it was a very large hollow tree that he was like weirdly obsessed with. And so he took the body parts and that he had dismembered and he did like this, um, you know, like when you see tree trimmers, they have like the the instruments that like kind of like you can like weigh things, like they go up and then it's like a rope and you kind of... Uh, you can tie something to the rope and then they can make it go up. I can't explain it very well. But anyways, he used that to put the body parts in the hollow tree. Mm -hmm. So he put all three bodies dismembered, including, I didn't mention the dog, but the family dog as well, Mm -hmm. um, all in that tree trunk. So then he has to go back and clean up the blood and everything, right? But he wasn't that smart. So it took him about three days to get back over there. And what he had done is he went to Walmart before that even happened. And he had bought like, um, a tarp and, um, uh, online he had bought a special knife for hunting. Um, and he had bought like gloves and things like that. You don't just normally buy, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you don't yeah. just go there to buy those things. So, um, by the time he get, goes over there the third day to go clean up his mess, the cops are already there because uh, Tina Herman had been not had had not been at work for a while. So um, they had called the cops and they went and did like a, a live and well check. And obviously nobody was alive or well. So um, they went in there and they saw that he had left the Walmart bags full of the tarp and the gloves and things like that. And so they went and um, to Walmart and asked them, can I see your your surveillance, your, your videotapes of everything in the past couple days. And before they even did that, he was sitting out front in his car watching them. <laughs> and the cop came out and said, can I help you? And he said, Oh, my girlfriend is in the library. Cause it was right across the street from the library um, in the library. And I'm picking her up after she gets off from work. And he goes, what's your girlfriend's name? And he gave the 13 year old girl's name. Oh, and they said, what's her last name? And he said, I don't know. We just started dating, so I haven't gotten that far yet. So he is not a good liar. So they go to Walmart. They're already like, okay, this has to be the guy. They go to Walmart. They get the tape. They see it's him that bought all that stuff with the Walmart um, bag. Um, they figure out where he lives, and they didn't know what they were walking into. They didn't know if the bodies were you know, in the house or what. So when they, the SWAT team gets there and they take down the door. He's sitting on the couch and he says, uh, what are you doing here? And they said, you know what we're doing here. And then he stopped talking. Um, and so they start going through his house, but the cops were really freaked out because they saw all the um, leaves on the ground and they thought, okay, are there people that are alive hiding in there? Are there dead bodies, you know, scattered around the place? They don't know. So they go through the whole house. They don't find any dead bodies or any anybody else, but they go down to the basement and they find that 13-year-old girl 
who is tied up on that leaf bed that he made her. Um, they, they save her and uh, they take her to her dad. She goes back with her dad to live uh, since her mom and everybody passed away. But the, when they found her, though, she asked them, I'm late for or told them I'm late for school. Can I go to school today? Hmm. Because she didn't know that her family was dead. She just thought, you know, okay, I'm saved. I'm just going to go to school now. But she was really worried that he killed their dog. But little did she know that her whole family and the dog was dead. So it was pretty sad. So fucked. Um, I know, so fucked. So I don't know how they delivered that information to her, but um, she ended up going back with her dad. So um, they start going through his house, and they went through his fridge, and they found two uh, skinned squirrels in the freezer along with red popsicles. Um, which is kind of weird. Uh, that's all he had. And he said that he made her hamburgers for dinner, but like, where's the hamburgers? Was it made out of squirrel? That's what I want to know. So I don't know. But anyways, um, they take him down to the station and the cops are like, you know, we know what you did. You need to confess, but he wouldn't talk. He would go days without talking and then he would start talking a lot. And then you'd go days without talking again. Mm-hmm. And finally he told, um, one of the cops, hey, I want you to go into the bathroom with me. I want to tell you something. And the cop goes, okay. And the cop says, um, or he goes, are you wired? And the cop lies to him and says, no, I'm not. Because I guess legally you can lie when you're in the station. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they're in this stall and he goes, look, I'm going to tell you where the bodies are. If you promise me that I'm going to try and escape, but you shoot me. As like oh, a fake escape, so that way I want to live with this the rest of my life. And um, the cop says, "Well, no, I can't do that." So then he goes silent for another couple days. Then they yeah. finally bring a female in, and she starts to kind of like not not seduce him, but like talk to him nicely and and, and understand him more and be a little more heartwarming, I guess. And he kind mm-hmm. of opened up a little more to her. Um, he did tell them that, "Hey, I don't." want to die though like the death penalty which doesn't make sense to me he wanted to die but then he doesn't want death penalty so they said okay if you tell us where the bodies are we won't do the death penalty you'll just get life in prison and so he agreed to it but before he agreed completely he said okay i'm gonna tell you where this is but you can't um you can't cut down that tree oh and they are like, okay. And he goes, that's that's my favorite tree. And I won't tell you where the tree is unless you promise me you won't cut it down. Right. So they said, okay, we promise we won't cut it down. So he tells them where it is. They go and they had to cut the top of the tree off. And they go into the hollow part. And there was just the dog and all the body parts were all oh decomposing in the, in the tree. Um, they never would have found it if he wouldn't have told him because it would have been very, very hard to find. I mean, maybe there's like hikers eventually that could smell it and say there's yeah. something funny going on. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, they did cut down the tree, spite him. They said, screw this. This guy's a monster and we're going right. to cut down this tree because obviously they had to anyways. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. they did it even more so because they didn't want him to like call all the shots kind of thing. So, um, yeah, he was a total psycho. They said, though, that, you know, he kept saying it's a burglary gone wrong. I went there to burglarize the place, but he ended up killing them. And he had that tarp and he had the the knife that he ordered. So they they are like, there's no way. Like, this was very planned and thought out. I mean, you spent the night across the street from that house. You had something planned to do. But he still, till this day, denies it. 
but I personally think that he was planning the whole thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so it's really you... sad because it's a mental illness type of thing too, though, because mm-hmm. they were saying that his obsession with the leaves and the trees shows a, some kind of mental illness. And he was never on meds or anything like that, yeah. but he always had mental problems, he said. And he just didn't want... Uh, he didn't want to be categorized as a schizophrenic in jail for some reason. He was really worried about that. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, well, are you schizophrenic? And he just didn't really ever answer that either. So I'm assuming he had some kind of mental illness, whether it was yeah. schizophrenia or not. But um, but yeah, he's still in jail. Why do you think... Um, so I, I have two questions for you. Um, yeah. So why why do you think he... It wasn't just a Berkeley gone wrong. You said you have... You, um, in your opinion, you think he was, it was targeted. Well, because it's not like you're driving down the street and you're like, okay, which house am I going to burglarize? Right. You know what I mean? He like he got a sleeping bag out. He planned that whole night. He obviously knew that they were going to be going to work at some time. Right. So he must have been watching them for a little bit if he knew their schedule. Mm-hmm. But not just that, but he also had already bought that knife, that hunting knife that he brought with him to the house, uh-huh. which he that's how he killed them, was stabbed them. And then... He also went to Walmart like a couple days before that and bought the tarp and the ties and the gloves and all that kind of stuff. And so if you were there just to burglarize, why would you need a tarp, ties and all that? Yeah, maybe bags or something like that because you know they have valuables. Right. But all of those things I feel like were premeditated. Oh, for sure. And so I feel like he for sure knew why he wanted to do it. And I also think it's because he knew there was no male in the house, no male figure. There was just Mm. a mom. And then the daughter and the son. And so he probably knew, okay, this would be an easy target type of thing. Yeah. That's insane, man. Like, yeah. that poor girl. I mean, like, it's good that you can't find anything on her. That probably, you know, fucked her up for a little bit. Oh, I'm sure. She, yeah. yeah. I'd be fucked up. Yeah. Her um, dad's like, there's no way this was a burglary gone wrong. Like, yeah. 100% was premeditated. So I wonder, I wonder what happens to a person in their life to where they, like, are super into trees like that. That's what I'm thinking. Well, so I was trying, I was hoping that they would say like, well, during the um, the divorce, he ended up ha- having like sexual relations with the tree. Yeah, you were hoping? Weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be yeah. funny. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. Like, well, that makes sense. Like, now he like jerks off with leaves. You know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, that's but... like dirty though. Like, leaves are like, they have like that dust on them, the dirt. Yeah, well, I don't think he gives a shit about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> He's like, true. I guarantee you he did something sexual with those leaves and trees, think... whether it's out there or not, but it has to be. Yeah. There's I don't know, always like... some weird sexual demented It, it has thing. to be sexual. It has to be sexual. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think that's where, like, majority of, like, killers get their thing. Like, uh, the the killer you talked on the last time, um, you Kemper. know, it was, it was, yeah, Kemper. It was against his mom, and it was, like, you know, he wanted Dominant. To... Dominance. Dom- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Ted Bundy said that um, he blamed pornography on his killings. Really? Um, yeah, he was saying that like porno made him crazy and he couldn't get enough sex and he just needed to, you know, fuck a dead body. I don't know. I didn't know they even had that on porn. But Bundy, Bundy was the one that uh, made like lampshade skin, right? Skin lampshades? No. I don't even know who that is, but now I'm interested. I'm going to look it up for next week. Yeah. Oh, not Bundy. It was, uh, it was like <laughs> BTK. Oh, did he really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Yeah, let's talk about that next time. Okay, and then Ted Bundy is a really good one too because he has a lot, uh, 
a lot of stuff that was going on with him. He mm-hmm. was a total. He had a lot of childhood problems, even though he says he didn't. But yeah, that's but yeah, weird, man. Um, and I also feel like a majority of these murders all have one thing in common, and it's their parents divorced. Oh, so like. I know a majority of people are fine with it, but yeah. some people I think it's so messed up from it. Maybe it's a certain age or a certain Yeah. I don't know, but something about it, I feel like a lot of them it's either sexual and or there was a divorce. Involved. Well, I um I read something somewhere that, you know, say like you're in a relationship with someone and you guys are super like super attached, like you know, like soulmates. And like if they break up, um, there's something that happens like trigger it like it's a switch. Like something traumatic happens and it, you just fucking you have a mental breakdown and then you start killing people. Yeah, I'd probably do that if Zach and I broke up. Really? <laughs> yes. You're I scaring probably. me. You're a little uh the thing I is, know who I'm coming for first, Colt and Brendan. Brendan. <laughs> <I> just, <yeah. laughs> You're gonna go Brendan Kamar Psalms. <laughs> yeah. No, he's in Canada, but uh Aww. I that's spooky, like Yeah. It, I, thing- I do understand the mental breakdown though of like they say death, a breakup and like moving. Mm-hmm. And a new job is like the most stressful things to go through in life and stuff really? like that. So yeah, and I'm guessing breakup is probably the same thing as like divorce, if not worse. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. that's that's wild. Like, but it's creepy because if you look him up, he looks like a normal guy, you know. And that's the worst part is like you judge these books by their cover. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that guy is a total psycho, but he's like ends up being like like today I was watching a video of this like biker dude holding a goat and. I thought he was like going to be mean to the goat, but he was like kissing it and loving on it. <laughs> and then we have like Matt Hoffman over here who looks like a little dork and he's over here murdering and raping people. You know what I mean? So yeah. you just never know who you're really dealing with. That's wild. Yeah. It's insane. You're like, um, you know, I, that, like that kid that went to the the protests and like shot a bunch oh. of people that just got off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they want him for Congress now, like idiots. Wait, they want him for fucking Congress? One of the Republicans was like, yeah, he tweeted like um, pro life or something like that, and then the next uh, next tweet was like Kyle was it Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse for for Congress, and it was like okay, Republicans in one image are right here. <laughs> like, oh what are you talking God. about pro life? And then he just like ridiculous. That's so, so dumb. Well, yeah. Uh, thank you. Do you want? Do you have any closing remarks on anything? Um. Well, we can the look dad. To or yeah, sorry. Yeah, the dad actually had a pretty sad quote, but. I, that I kind of wanted to end on, but he was saying this kind of wraps up everything um, as to what I was saying, like a thief is a, a steals and then a murderer kills. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what he said was a thief steals and a murderer kills. He's just a monster. He's the closest thing to eat devil that I've ever seen. Oh, that was really sad because he lost his son too to that. And so um, that's why I feel like also like the dad's in the same page as me or I'm on the same page as the dad. Like, it was definitely plotted. It was definitely oh, yeah. planned. And so yeah. it was not like he's just a thief. You know what I mean? And he got freaked out. No, he definitely wanted to kill them. So for sure. Yeah. Damn. That's wild. Yeah. Well, really crazy. Thank you so much for coming on again this week. Um, I, I love this segment. It's super interesting and it's great. Good. I'm glad I like the yep. research because I feel like I know everything. And then I'm like, wait, what? No way. And then I get all excited. So do you do you have one for next week? I am in between a couple, so there's some good ones out there, so I'm not sure exactly which one, but I have my pros and cons for for each one, but I kind of want to go a different route, maybe like a female. I don't know. Oh, okay, cool. Very cool. So, uh, Allie, you used to work at Apple, right? Yes, for three years. 
Damn. Okay, do you have any crazy stories about... Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, I have a bunch. Um, mm -hmm. It's like pure white trash, okay? I'm just going to say that. People that work there and the people that eat there yeah. are not, you know, decent people. And I worked there for three years, so I could say that. Um, the first one I can think of is... Um, <laughs> this is really fucked up, but uh, there was this girl there. She was probably like 400... 50 pounds easily oh. and she worked there and she was super super nice but uh -huh. um the cooks loved her and they always were like flirting with her and uh we have this like a walk-in pan like a walk-in for the cold food and there yeah. was um like bags and bags of ranch that we would have back there and rumor had it that uh they had sex on that ranch like as oh. like a cushion and it's, I was like, ew, like ranch, like, come on, like pick a different, like, I guess better than blue cheese, but still like, oh my God, disgusting. Um, I used to get in trouble a lot because this doesn't make me sound like a really bad person, but, um, I, I, this is the same girl, the one that was 450 pounds. Yeah. There was another girl that was like really old and like really thin and just looked like she like, like she was made out of the earth, you know, like oh. bark and stuff. <laughs> And so I got in trouble because I said, I think I'd rather eat the bigger one. I said her name because yeah. she tastes like cupcakes and like candy. And uh -huh. I would not want to eat the other one because she was like, she tastes like earth and herbal tea and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it was a joke, but then somebody like overheard it and I had to get talked to in the office. Like my managers were like, Allie, you can't talk about who you're going to eat and why. Wait, who told on you? I don't remember who it was, but some snitch. I Okay, so I have a question for you, okay? I asked yeah. um I asked the same question. So say there is um okay, so say your plane crashed, right? And you're in the frozen tundra. Oh god, okay. Okay. And say there is a, a woman there. You know, it was just you and another girl, the like she's dead, but she's like, you know, she's frozen, you have a fire and everything, um, and you're starving. Uh, do you eat her? Yes. What part do you eat first? The butt. You would eat her ass first. I feel like the butt because it's like, it's nice and juicy. Like, it's nice and thick. Right, you know? right. Okay, so then you, okay, so you start at the ass and then you go to like the thighs and just start yeah. eating away at her. Do you eat her vagina? No. You So you, you're going to eat everything but the vagina. Well, there's not enough meat on the vagina. So you'd eat, like, you're stuck for like months and you're just I mean, if I had body. to, I guess. But like, what am I going to so do? Like, eat the clitoris? Like, what so is you, it? What? You would save it for last. <laughs> you would save the vagina for last. Yes, because so I feel like there's not enough meat. It would just be a skeleton with a vagina. <laughs> yeah. What if you got? Well, maybe, saved? maybe I want to keep the vagina so I can keep things warm in there. Okay, like my leftover mm. food or something. Leftover food. So you stuff her into her own vagina. Yeah. That might be a good dish. Like a, <laughs> you know, like a pot pie. Yeah, and then maybe I leave the asshole there too. I don't know, and then so, I'll leave oh that God. too. So you're just gonna have a vagina and then an asshole? Yeah, just two skeleton. holes. You maybe I'll that. leave the mouth too. I just need a, I need a oh couple holes. You can use that as like a like a respirator, you know, yeah. like, a, like a flight mask. You put the vagina, and then yeah. you like you have the butthole connected, so you yes. can like breathe. Or yeah, like or a you snorkel. Could like figure out how to like like smoke some crack out of the butthole or something. You know what I mean? Or like that's a whole new meaning to like ass crack. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Smoking exactly. But how would you? Where would you get crack? Who knows? It's a plane. Maybe there's crack in there. Can we talk about or, how... Uh... Or you could just make your own crack. I assume just like take some like fabuloso or whatever they use the, like to clean stuff and just 
Put that in the butt, and then it makes it turns it in, into crack. In Muskegon, there's a there's a store called <laughs> Right, and they have yeah. a giant wheelbarrow full of fucking cough medicine. <laughs> yeah. And for those of the uh, for those of the listeners that don't know, cough medicine is uh, ingredient that you need um, to make meth. And so they had a big sign that says like limit to one person, <laughs> one per person. But like. <laughs> Well, then now everybody's stealing it. Like now they want to do it. You know what I mean? That's like right. we're all children at heart. So it's like if you tell me I can't do it, now I want to buy more than one of those. I would love and to I'm try gonna to like, make meth. Of it, I, so. I would love to try to make meth. I wouldn't. I'd be too scared. Because you like blow up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we just saw a really sad commercial where they're like a little girl's watching like cartoons on a Saturday morning, and she's like eating her cereal, and then all of a sudden like her mom's downstairs making meth. What? <laughs> and then she comes upstairs and you see all the fumes come up and stuff and i'm like oh my god that poor little girl what, the, what was the commercial for like ortega taco shells like what the hell <laughs> yeah it was Orte- yeah it's why exactly. not both just like put the meth in the taco shell what 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 was the what was the commercial i don't remember i just remember i was like what the hell i think meth. it was just like an anti-drug thing um today when i i called you earlier today and um what were you you were watching 60 days in and they talked about something with a butthole i heard that i thought you were talking about butthole. But <laughs> no. what was it um oh they said how do you get contraband in here and this like nasty girl was like in your vagina or your butthole <laughs> she oh said it gosh. just like that and she like, looked up at the sky the ceiling <laughs> mm-hmm. okay i got a i got a scenario for you okay okay all right, so we're getting on a plane. It's you and me. We're say we're like, you know, we're in another country and we're flying back to the U.S. And like, I have a I have a baggie. It's just like full of like rocks, rocks and seeds. Mm-hmm. Ali, I I need you to I need you to put this in your butthole for me. Would you do it? No. Why not? I don't. Buttholes scare me. Like I would never put anything in my butt ever. It's perfect. Like oblong butthole shape would you wouldn't do it what i was like ali please i need this no i I would not no it was like even if like my daughter layla was like mom i need you to do this i'd be like no i can't do it i'm sorry i'm afraid to put anything like that because what if it gets lost we don't know everything ali i need you to put this bag of rocks in your asshole hell no what if it rips my butt what if zach's like ali you need to put that in your asshole otherwise i'm leaving you then i'd say okay i'm gonna break down i'm gonna come kill you (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, so then you break down. You're on the flight. You're breaking. You, when does the breakdown start? And I, I have to put the, uh, the rocks in my ass now. I'm pissed. And <laughs> well, why? Wait, wait, wait. Why are you asking me to do it in the first place if you can, you easily could put it in your butt? Cause I'm a tight boy. I'm a tight girl. Um. Okay, so like, yeah, I'm pissed because then you, I just tore my asshole, and now I got <laughs> rocks and seeds in my ass. So you're having a breakdown. Zach left you, and you guys are sitting next to each other on the flight. What do you do? I wait till we get off the flight because I'm not trying to go to jail. I got to do it smart. I'm going to kill him. How do you do it? Um. Well, he's not diabetic yet, but because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it runs in your family. That's what I don't yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. And he likes sugar. So um, I'd probably just inject him with insulin because if you're not diabetic and you inject yourself with insulin you yeah. die from it like cardiac arrest i believe it is okay so and then and then they can't they can't trace that back to you either nobody ever tests that okay but they don't test it but they like okay so zach's dead and he's on the coroner's desk right yeah he's not mm-hmm. on the table he's on the a guy's actual desk yeah, he's looking okay. at him and then he sees he's got track marks where will you just do it in his arm or do you do it like mm. shit Damn it! You yeah. just ruined. You're arrested. Whole... Arrested right there. No, I'll just be like, "This—he's a heroin addict. Like, 
whatever get so off i'm me. not i'm not finding any signs of heroin fine before that then backtrack now i know better mm-hmm. now i'm gonna no, judge you're in heroin it. you're in it you're in it now <laughs> you're in it so he's on the uh, desk right and he's then got, i leave and i, I go to mexico and i never extra, come back <laughs> okay so you go to mexico right you're at the gates okay okay what do you do you're, you're going into mexico like you got a passport that nah. Um, well, you I, don't need a password to get I put in. A, I put a bag of rocks in my butthole before I go. And there you then, go. And there you I, go. And okay. then I just run past them. Because the shit. rocks throws them off. They'll be like, what's that noise? And then they'll lose me. Did you know um, rock in Spanish means pen? Or, yeah. Rock in Spanish is pena. Do you know that? Really? Did you know that? Yeah. So I you basically put a bag of penas in your asshole. That's <laughs> really bad. I don't like yeah. that. So what do you do in Mexico? You got a b- asshole full of rocks. Okay, you're in Mexico. What do you do? Uh, I go find myself a Stevie, like in um, like Malcolm in the Middle. No, what's that? Sh- what is it? Eastbound and Down. I find myself a little oh. Stevie, and then I just have fun and I do that with him for the rest of my life. Okay, do what? Uh, do drugs and drink and go to baseball games and <laughs> make fun of Stevie and. Uh, I'll have like my hair just like Danny McBride. Oh my god, like too. a mo- mullet. Thing. Yeah, oh that's my, my favorite show. That's like one of the best shows ever. It's really good. I yeah. love it. He's so gross, but like I love him. You Did know? you know Danny McBride wrote um the Halloween movies? Like the yes, new one? that's insane yeah. to me. Like I don't know that dude. The dude's really funny. I like him a lot. Didn't he write for the Alien movie too, or was he just? Oh, in he it? did. Yeah, he was in it yeah. and he wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, and isn't that it. weird? Yeah. I always um I like him. My favorite is in Pineapple Express because uh. I, yep. Let you know the part where um he has like the uh the duct tape. They like duct tape him. And he's like, I'm gonna bust out of here. Yep. Well, <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of Layla because we always like swaddle Layla, and then she mm-hmm. always tries to bust out. And I was like, I'm gonna bust out of here. <laughs> That's like one Z- of my favorite parts. Zach asked me last night. He's like, When you hold Layla, are you gonna cry? Do you, is that a thing like people do? I know, uh, good, like, I, yeah, good uncles probably would cry if they held their, their but first it, niece. The the thing is, like, I get, I get, <laughs> I get parents. You know what I mean? I get parents crying when they hold their kid. You know? Yeah. But like uncles, is that is that really a thing? Um, I don't know. Actually, maybe if like maybe if you can't have kids, yeah, maybe it make you sad. But like, I don't know. I guess it, you wouldn't cry. I maybe. I'm always excitement. worried. I have no, I have no reason to think this, but like I'm always worried that I'm, I, I'm not able to have kids. That's what Zach always said because he said he played too many video games and like his computer what? was on his balls too oh, many times. Yeah. So he was like, I was so afraid, but we got pregnant very quickly. Like, I want to. I was ha- estimating like six months to a year, and then it was uh-huh. like two months, and I was like, oh shit. I feel like it's a Mexican thing <laughs> that we can just shoot kids out. I think so. Yeah. So you're good. Don't worry about it. That's what it scares me too, you know? You can always <laughs> adopt. That I w- scares me too. I would like to adopt, honestly. I would love to adopt a kid. You should. I think yeah. that'd be awesome. You got to adopt and not shop. <laughs> Fuck know? you. I knew you were going to bring that up. I was just going to make fun of that too. Yeah. Well, not for me. I believe in breeding uh, for the yeah. human race. And then I believe in uh, adopt. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, adopt, don't shop. You got to so. – the thing about adopting a kid though is you got to like – you know, you can't adopt from just anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you can't yeah. just, like, go to the store and get a kid because they all come from um, baby mills, you know? Baby, yeah, mm-hmm. They just pop just, them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a bunch of, like, ladies just, like, in cages just having kids and, like, you know, yeah, and then they designer like, kids. 
take their kid from the mom too soon so they like start they can't breastfeed that long so then yeah. when you get them they just suck on your your l your what do you yeah call your, your little uh, your vagina they just vagina. suck on you yeah i was mm-hmm. thinking about that i like uh i was at work and Morty just hopped up and started sucking me and i like started crying because i'm like oh my god like i just had a vision of like him being old and dying and, <laughs> okay like, we like we're like laying there and he sucks me and we just you know that's so sweet it's very sweet. I was thinking well, about speaking of oh sorry, yeah. go ahead. I was thinking about getting another dog. I really want one. You're you should have asked your dad. <laughs> he I had know. like eight of them. You yeah, but those are like trash. Those. Trash dogs. Yeah, but there's a rescue dog still, so and they're they're yeah. cute. I, I saw your parents. It's pretty damn cute. The yeah, they're, ears. They are cute. They are cute. But I, I guess want... the dog was covered in fleas and stuff. Yeah. So that's so sad. Um well speaking of dogs, my uh sister um Mm-hmm. called me yesterday crying because our fam our dog Lexi died or got passed away. Yeah. Um got put down and it was really, really sad. And so last night I was like crying just so because I'm like, I don't want Dexter to die Damn. one day and stuff. I hate thinking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. It's but Lexi it's... was in bad shape. So what so you haven't talked to your family in forever, right? No, I talked to my sister, Meredith. Oh, okay. Um okay. pretty often. We're 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 close. And then um, I don't know what it is, but I guess with the dog dying, it made my other sister reach out to me too and send me pictures oh. of Dexter and Lexi and stuff. So that was nice. Damn. But yeah. I talked to Meredith once in a while. We're we're close, but the rest of them not really. Okay, that's. I mean, that's yeah. good that you're still close with them. Yeah, she's funny as hell. She reminds. She's like, she's kind of like you. That's how she, that's what she reminds me of. Should she's we have like, her on? For yeah, she, that'd be fun. She would love to. I bet really? you she would. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll reach out to her and ask her. I want to interview your cousin too. Oh my god, she'd be you like, know the one. She doesn't even speak. I'm telling you right now, she. I don't even know if she speaks. Give the listeners a little uh, <laughs> background on your cousin because you just made you just made oh, it seem so bad. <laughs> okay, so she's like a raver, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, and um, she's just raved one too many times, I think, and yeah. uh, she makes her own. Um, I think it's called Cali Couture. It's like a she makes like I'm out of beads so you can wear them to raves and stuff like oh. that. Uh, she's like smokes pot, like crazy, like smoking pot's fine, but like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. I don't even think she's a person anymore. She's just a big pill of Molly. That's, yeah. That's like the a worst walking, walking pill of Molly. She's just like super raved out. I was at a club and, um, uh, I was with like, fr- I usually go with my friend Gino and like, I don't know. We always go to Welfare Wednesdays, and mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fun because the drinks are super cheap, and I get like a huge ego bo- boost because like all the um <laughs> all the people like flirt with me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> and then so um there is uh this girl that I went with, and we were like dancing and everything, and then she met up with her friend. She's like, oh my god, this is my friend. And then the first thing this girl says to me, she's like, she's like, I'm on so much ketamine right now. Oh my god! I was like, holy hole. Sh- yeah, you gotta. <laughs> I remember my first K hole. It was just. <gasps> I know I've never done ketamine. Oh my god! No, I'd... we so we use ketamine in oral surgery um all the time, and like I would be like assisting or chinning or something like that, and then mm. all of a sudden the patient's like freaking out, so we start to give him propofol, and that's like not helping. So then we're like, we need special special K is not what it's called. We need yeah. ketamine. We need ketamine, and so I'd go and I had to like draw it up, and then I have to like show the doctor and do like all the math in front of the doctor, and then oh my god, and then he'd go, hey, go ahead. We inject it, and then they just slowly start to calm down. That was Ugh. only for like total like psychos that like could not stop fighting us, and we're getting out of like the arm restraints and yeah. stuff. The ketamine scares me because so, it's like strong. Um, ke- is ketamine the horse tranquilizer? 
Mm, it was like made in Germany and it was a horse tranquilizer. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I've never I, I gotta think about that. Um but I know Propofol is the one that killed Michael Jackson, oh, which is what geez. we use for all the time in oral surgery. Um so I was uh reading this thing online. Um it was about a bunch of like stories about people would wake up during surgeries and they couldn't move. Like in their mind, they were flailing their arms and screaming. And then the doctor would just come and like put the mask back on them. But the nurse later told him like, yeah, you just moved your arm and then we just put the thing on you. But in their mind, they were screaming and everything. Did How many times like when you would give people, um, you know, assist in like these surgeries and everything, how many times did they wake up? Um. Depends on the doctor. So, like, if you have a really good doctor and yeah. they know how much medication to, to like, put in your IV, mm-hmm. then you don't usually wake up um, if you have, like, a steady flow of medicine going in the IV. There's yeah. other doctors that are super paranoid about patients not waking up that I worked with. Yeah. So, they would push barely anything and then the patient would wake up and then we push more and the uh. patient would wake up. We push more because they were so afraid that they pushed too much. Mm-hmm. So then patients would wake up and be like, I remember everything. Like, oh. and, and then I had to lie or something and be like, no, you were asleep the whole time. You were snoring. Like that was my, like, you're snoring. Fucked. I felt so bad. I know. I remember um, yeah. um, when I got my wisdom teeth out, we took a video and everything. I was, um, I came out, you know, when you're all loopy and everything. Mm-hmm. I was convinced and I was trying to convince Zach and um, my mom that the doctor raped me. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like, did Zach ever tell you about that? No. Yeah, I came out and there's a video. I'm like, he took off my pants. He took off my pants. Did the doctor hear hear that? No, the nurse did. But like, I don't know, man. She probably did not find that funny. I I would have thought it was funny. I might have been fucked. Oh, like I was, I was just a young boy. I was a young boy. You very easily could have. I was telling um this uh (laughs) I was telling the girl that I'm talking to right now. She um. What were we talking about? It was okay. Yeah, I I lifted up my friend um, in high school. He's like a big old big boy, right? I hung out with big boys, mm-hmm. and um, I he fell over in a chair, and I went to lift him up, and I gave myself like a hernia, and like oh I always, from this day on, I've always like shaved my pubes, right? Uh-huh. And so I had a huge fucking bush, you know, because I was a young boy. I wasn't even like no one saw my wiener then. So I like <laughs> I ran home because he lived down the street from me, and um. Ran home. I came in my house. I was like, "Mommy, I, I lifted up uh, my friend, and I, I think I, I think I have a hernia now." She's like, "Oh my god, honey, let's go, let's go to the urgent care." I was like, "Hold on, I got to go shave." So I had to go up there because I knew they're gonna look at my nutsack. Yeah. And then I had to shave my entire <laughs> pubic region, and there was just a fi- a thin veil of pubes in the bathtub, and um, it took me like thirty minutes. So yeah, then, you penas, man. Yeah, so we had to. The whole body is covered in hair. I know it's bad. Um, yeah. So then that happened. No, that's actually what happened. Okay, so I went to the doctor again because I had donated plasma one time, and mm-hmm. I was a really poor boy. And I was trying to afford gifts for everyone. <laughs> oh and, God! Um, so I donated plasma, and I was I was donating it, and then I just started getting really lightheaded, and I like looked over the dude next to me. He's like, "You good, man?" And I like look back and at the nurse, I just like go to pass out. And she's like, oh my God. And then she starts like rubbing my leg. She's like, it's okay. It's not for everyone. So I get in my car. I drive. I only made like 30 bucks because I didn't donate enough. They didn't give you oxygen or anything? They just sent you on your way? Just sent me on my way. Yeah. Well, I didn't eat before too. And then so I drove home and I was like all lightheaded and everything. I drove home 
And then I like laid my bed and my mom's like, oh my God, like, are you okay? She's freaking out, you know? Yeah. She's like, your skin's yellow. She thought my kidneys were failing. So we go to the hospital. We go to the hospital, right? Donated plasma, right? I was just a little lightheaded. And so I'm laying on the thing, right? I'm wearing my, uh, the way I wear the doctor's like, uh, the the robes or whatever. I like, you know, you're supposed to wear it with the backs open. I wear it with the fronts open, like a robe, like a kimono. And then I wear my boxers and I just like lay there waiting for the doctor. I've Uh always done that because I I, I don't want my butt showing. So the doctor comes in, still a young boy. Um, I, he comes in, he's like, yeah, so what happened? And he's like checking my throat and checking everything out. And then he like lifts up my underwear and just stares at my cock. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, and then I like pull my underwear over. Like, why the fuck did you look at my wiener, dude? That's not, the, <laughs> that's not where my problem is. And then he put, he puts a blanket on me. He's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't uh, donate plasma anymore. And then he just left. What? Yeah. And then, then the doctor came and he's like, did you? Was there someone just in here? I was just going to say it wasn't no. even a doctor. <laughs> yeah, just some random dude. But uh, yeah, he looked at my cock and gave me a blanket and left. And that was my prognosis. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Uh, why would you look at your – like, that's weird. Well, um, you know, Brett the from your last podcast, your last episode? Yeah. Uh, when I had bariatric surgery, he was working there. Oh yeah, and they had to put like a pill up my butt because I wasn't allowed to like take anything, which I was scared to death of because we talked about butt stuff earlier, and I was mm-hmm. not happy about it. And they had to put this thing up my butt, and like as they were doing it, didn't Brett walk in? Like as they were doing it, like right after, like immediately after, they they put the this big ass pill in my butthole, and then oh. they left, and then here comes Brett, just like hey, what's so going wait, on? did Brett see your asshole? No, 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 it was oh, right my after. God. No. But I was like, oh, my God, this is so – and then Zach's like, no, that's what happened. He was trying to come in, and Zach's like, wait, they're putting something up her butt. Hold on a second. And I was, like, mad at Zach because I'm like, what the hell? Like, why are you telling him that? Would and you rather have had... him come in and see your asshole? Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> no, gross. <laughs> um, there's a – so a lot of men, there's, like, a big stigma for men to go get their prostate checked. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they like like it. They don't want a finger in their asshole because that's where the G spot is. And Mm -hmm. um, so this one guy, um, I forgot where it was, but he got a finger in the ass and he came. No. Yeah, the doctor put a finger in his butt and he came. That was Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) And then he killed the doctor. What? Yeah, he killed the doctor. Oh my God. He either killed the doctor or he killed himself. <laughs> but oh, someone, yes. died. someone died. Someone died. Someone um, died. Oh, my God. Like, there, right there, they died? Or did yeah. he, like, come back and... Um, he was so humiliated that he killed himself or the doctor. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so, the it was in Florida, right? And this guy... Oh, my God. It's actually... A lot of this happens. There's one in Florida where the guy came and he beat the shit out of the doctor right it's and always then, florida Mine's and there was another florida. one in newport beach where the dude oh. put a finger out of the guy's ass and he came and then he fucking yeah he killed the doctor he killed the doctor because he made what the fall. hell it's not the doctor's fault that his fingers feel that good up there i mean yeah i just i guess is it just like out of embarrassment or were these guys like secretly gay and they just didn't want to like come out for some reason maybe I don't I know. Hate that. I wish that like have you it wasn't I wish it wasn't like that. You know what I mean? Like it should just be like who cares if you're But the thing is I mean? I don't know. check you're checking for cancer, dude. You know what I well, mean? Well that too, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever had a finger in your butt? 
No. Oh, I have. <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> it's yeah, I, I don't. How many? And how many? Like how many times? And how? Wait, many how many at a time? <laughs> no, like that's what I was going to get at. How many at a time? And then how many times? I just it's just one finger, and it was very. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't comfortable at Did all. Did it feel like you have to poop? Uh that's no. How I picture it. It didn't feel like I had to poop. It just felt like something was in my ass. Oh. And like, I don't know. I was just like. Just One of my friends <laughs> told me that she loves um she loves anal sex uh because <laughs> mm-hmm. she she likes anal sex because it helps her poop after. It, uh, like it like she said that like whenever she was like backed up she'd ask her boyfriend like can we have anal sex and then they would and then she would be able to go to the bathroom after what the fuck <laughs> yeah um. and then she also had oh my god on the, i was we we're driving home from work one night and yeah. uh she was driving i was in the passenger seat and she was like oh my god it's such oh fuck i just said his name we'll, we'll gunshot it we'll gunshot it. okay um he's such a freak uh he likes it yeah, he likes to come on plates and then watch me lick him up, lick it up. Whoa! Yeah, and I was like, I had to go, I had to put my head out the window and get fresh air because I was like so grossed out. I'm like, That's I'm gonna throw up. Just coming on plates. See what happened to him as a kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Did he have a butler? Jeeves would just come on a plate, lick it, boy. No, I, like, I mean, she ate like, the whole thing. She said like, when I was a kid. My dad used to put leaves in my asshole, and that's why I fuck trees now and put bodies inside <laughs> of it. But well, you know, your mom used to put leaves up kids' butts when she was younger. Well, I don't think she put leaves up kids' butts, but the kids would do it. She would convince the kids to put leaves in their ass. Oh, my mom, well, okay, my mom would grow on the neighborhood that she lived in. Um, she would like pretend to be a doctor, or whatever, and like, okay, what's yeah. wrong? And the cure like, was oh, always this hurts. And the cure was always leaves in asses. And <laughs> so- the kids would put leaves in their butts. And they would, my my mom got in trouble. Like, um, your mom, she uh, or like little little Colt's mom, she's telling everyone in the neighborhood that uh, to put leaves in their butts. And then my grandma got mad at my mom. Yeah, it was a good thing. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's hilarious because now I'm hoping one of those kids is like a total psycho because of that. And like, uh, yeah, he probably. You know, oh my god. What if it was Matt Hoffman? Yeah, that would be so cool. That was, was my mom's the reason why that fucking guy killed a whole family. <laughs> that was the catalyst. Oh my god, you don't think I know. about that, you know? I know he's too young though. I, I think. think I've. Yeah. Do you ever think about like who you've come in contact with that you created a serial killer? Yeah. Who in your life did you create a serial killer? Uh, who did you make a serial killer. Well, killer? I was like really mean when I was dating, like really mean. Um, yeah. So it could be all of them. I don't know. Uh, I would say this dude that I dated that was in the Marines. Um, mm-hmm. He was like a re- he was just like a really hothead and stuff. And like I was mean to him. I feel bad, but like I was just I just didn't care. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I think I made him cry a couple times just because he was like trying to talk to me about stuff. And I'm like, just leave me alone. Marines like, are the... I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really mean. So I... he was already a psycho. So I don't know if I made him into one. I think. Maybe I was like the icing on the cake. You know what I mean? Tipped him over a little bit. There's a girl I worked with um, and I was like, what do you, what, what guys do you like? And she's like, 
I don't know. I'm like, do you do you like uh, like Marines? I feel like everyone in San Diego loves Marines. She's like, no, I fucking hate Marines. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I have PTSD. Oh, I'm like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> you can't say that. I know that's yeah. bad. I have a story I I can't tell though. I'll tell you later. But oh. it's too it's too bad. Okay. Yeah, it makes me look really bad. So okay, I um, I was on I a did date. ask him. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I I. I was on a date with a girl and she was super, super mean to me. Like, I think I told you about that where like, she told oh, me to get yeah. a haircut and just like, I was like, Oh, I have a, I have a skin disease. She's like, yeah, I know. I was like, Hmm. Right. Oh, okay. I wasn't like okay. that mean. And I then just... we, she kept ordering drinks and everything and like a bunch of food. And then, um, when the check came, she's like, she's like, yeah, you're, you're paying. Ugh. Yeah, it was just it was bad. But now, you know, I'm like talking to a girl and she's like super sweet. She's like, oh, just the other day she got me. um, She got like, like she like dropped me off at Target. And then she got me like this, like cream for my hair. So my hair looks good because my hair is like, pretty shitty. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I researched this thing for your hair and like I, I'm going to go get it real quick. Oh, that sounds yeah. nice. Yeah, I have a good cool. feeling about her. I've heard some good stuff. So what were you going to say about the uh, you asked a guy or something? Oh, I asked a, I went on a date with a Marine, another one, and I was like, so have you killed anybody before? Oh. And he was like, uh, you don't ask somebody that. And I was like, okay, so that's a yes. He hasn't. He hasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he did, he'd be like, yeah, I killed someone. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, shit. Sorry. I felt so bad after. I'm like, oh. But th- there was a guy that I dated before, right before Zach, who I broke mm-hmm. up with for Zach. That's how that whole thing started with me and Zach. But um, he lived right on the beach. Mm-hmm. and i loved his house and i loved his friends mm-hmm. and like i was so mean to him that like i never wanted to like talk to him or anything i would just use him so i could like go over there and hang out with his friends oh my God. and one time uh, a bunch of them got a boat and they're like do you want to go with us and i was like yeah <laughs> i just didn't tell him oh. and i went on the boat and we were like partying all day and i guess he was like looking around like have you seen ali oh <laughs> my god and so maybe he's a serial killer actually and then like there i was on this boat at just super drunk of course but yeah. having the best time of my life and like He's like, oh, there she is, you know, and then we got in a fight and I was like, I'm going over to your friend's house. <laughs> I just went over there to his friend's house and partied with them and stuff. Damn. But they're like old married couples, you know, and so yeah. I don't know, it was that it was Mission Beach and that was so much fun. It was right next to the bars and stuff. Yeah. But then I worked at got a job at Geico. Mm-hmm. And, I'd, and i would like talk to him i'd be like oh my gosh zach was so funny at work today and he'd be like you really like the Zach guy don't you and i'm like no oh. and then i started giving zach rides home and he's like i don't want you taking him home and i was like i think i did it one day i'm like hey i can't take you home because i wanted to like be nicer to him yeah. and then one night i text zach i said hey you should leave your girlfriend i'll leave my boyfriend and zach oh. said zach said deal neil <laughs> deal neil yeah the rest is history zach's so stupid man <laughs> i love it tell yeah. me tell me when you met tell me the story of how you met zach and like because he was at geico and i just know i just know zach like he's he's new and he's like chewing gum with his mouth open he's like mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like he like, thinks he's cooler than he is i love zach uh, i love him he's a good boy i love him you know he's my brother no, you- but that's exactly how it was. We had to sit there and it's like classroom setting mm-hmm. and um, they're like, okay, what's your favorite holiday? And th- like some, you know, dumb, like get to know your coworker thing. Right. And so I had to go around this whole room and I went and I said Christmas and I wanted to be professional. And I was like, because my dad makes prime rib, like dumb. Okay. Right. Right. And 
uh, then Zach goes, it's his turn. I don't know him yet or anything. And he goes, oh, my favorite, my favorite holiday is Halloween. Can I throw the best parties? Oh, my God. And I thought, what a fucking douchebag. And I yeah. looked at my friend. Oh, shit. I looked at my friend. Uh-huh. And I like, was like, oh, my God, what an asshole. You know, like, what an idiot. Uh-huh. And then after that, uh, some of the mentors or teachers were like, just let you guys know, like, people that meet at Geico tend to get married. So, like, you might have your potential, like, future husband or wife in here. And, like, I was all like, oh, whatever, sure. But then I met Zach. And it literally, the minute I started talking to Zach, after I realized he wasn't a douchebag, mm-hmm. I was, like, obsessed with him. Oh. Yeah, he had like a ring on his finger from his ex-girlfriend Ugh. and um, on his middle finger. And my friend and I made fun of him so much that day that the next day I said, oh, my God, look at he's not wearing that ring anymore. Yeah, that's not <laughs> and the ring was off. <laughs> God so, damn it. You know? Yeah, uh, I knew it right then. I was like, I got him. I got him. He'd damn. be like, he'd be like, hey, can you look at these? Um, or I'd be like, hey, let me, let me look at your girlfriend's text. Let me see if she's a psycho. No. And I'm like, yep, she's a full on psycho, dude. You should leave her. Like, I was just like, I was already in love with him. So I was like, that's, he's definitely going to be my husband one day. So Jesus Christ. Even when I met your grandma, I ran outside like one of the first nights we were working together and I said, um, hi, I'm going to be your future daughter in law. And she was like, get in line. And I was like, horrified. I'm like, what? Oh. What does that mean? But, yeah, Zach. Zach was like, and then I asked Zach, "Did you really throw a lot of Halloween parties?" And he was like, "No, not <laughs> never did. He's never thrown a fucking party <laughs> at all." I remember I made fun oh. of him like in high school. He's like, he said something about partying. I was like, "You don't throw parties, you know, just being me." And then he's like, so, "Yeah, you've never, you've never even seen a party. Like, you get really offended." <laughs> yeah. You know, I never went to one party in high school or really? threw one. Yep, I, my parents were super strict, so I was just literally chained pretty much i was i was in uh i was in college at the time and i was visiting home and um these girls invited me to a party like hey come to like this town in michigan like we're having a party it's like a big party i was like oh okay it's like dead storm like snowstorm and everything and then i'm driving and then i get there i walk in and there's just like a bunch of like a whole mexican family just like watching tv they don't even acknowledge (laughs) me like oh my god this is weird go in the basement it's a fucking high school party oh no it was weird it was so weird man so i just and you were in college i was in college yeah i was like oh this is so fucking embarrassing i hope they were 18 at least the ones you ended up with i'm just kidding i I just know drink i just drank all their (laughs) shit and left that was it that was it a basement party that's so cute it was so embarrassing man oh my god that's hilarious yeah. But you're probably like the cool guy, right? Like, hey, he's in college. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I was afraid of. Like, oh, he's a college boy. Like, he's here at yeah. a high school party. Like, no, that's just embarrassing. Like, all the, oh. I don't know. That's true. Yeah, I think about that. I I love like looking at all the people that like peaked in high school. You know, me too. I, I love. Oh God, I love it. I'm like, oh my God, that bitch was so mean to me, and mm-hmm. now look at her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like yeah. uh, I don't know, just people that keep up with high school sports. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Yeah, that's the funniest thing to me. Is like they they're super invested in their high school and they're like, yeah, the the uh, the Boston Snotsons, they're uh, they're doing re- pretty hard, going pretty hard to like the Boston Boston Snotsons. That was that was our high school team, wasn't it? Oh, you know, that's when you know their dad diddled them a little too much. Something you think? about that, yeah, for sure. I don't know football. Like, yeah, people that are super obsessed, like weirdly obsessed, they're overcompensating for something, mm-hmm. or they're like. They're, they have something going on in that head, okay? If they're that obsessed with it, it's just the, weird. I, I've always said, 
Okay, so like I I don't care for sports. You know what I mean? If you like sports, go for it. It's it's fine. But sports are so fucking boring. My sport, like, I would be so invested in sports if they brought back like gladiator fights. Or Me like, too. You know, like or Hunger Games. I would hung- watch that. Oh my god, Hunger Games would be so good. <laughs> like, I think we're reaching a point where like we'll master like not you know maybe in the far future, but like we'll master like the we won't be we won't age anymore and like life will be like you know you just inject yourself you get like full life again you know what i mean yeah like, you reverse aging and everything would um, you do that if they I, I i would yeah yeah <sighs> yeah um but like it'd be cool like if you're like all right uh, i think next week i'll just kill myself you know what i mean you can still kill yourself <laughs> but um <laughs> God, it'd be okay. so cool like once you get to that point but then you have to you have to somehow like level off the birthing like you won't be able to have kids anymore because like oh. you know we'll be at full capacity so you'll have to have gladiator fights you know like just take yep. like kill them off but you know it won't be the rich people that fight it'll be all the poor people oh just like it is right now it'd be the olympics you you have your com- your country's champion mm-hmm. and then you send them in like how cool would that be that would be really cool i would watch the shit out of that you, you know? know russia would win every time though well, Russia, um, they there... fixed the Olympics for like quite some time. All <laughs> of their people were on steroids and everything. That's another oh, thing. Sh- I would. That's what I want. Like, get your get your country's champion, pump them up full of steroids, like uh, like shark venom, and mm-hmm. then just like send them out there and just start like. I want to see some fucking titans kill each other. <laughs> I know. Me too. It'd be wild. Speaking of gladiator, I can't pour uh, pour uh, what's his name. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah. Man, he's looks so different now compared yeah. to Gladiator. He was like hot in Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, he's just uh, unhinged. He's, <laughs> so he's just a round boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, going back, sorry, going back to the uh, champions. I just oh, pictured yeah. like how cool it'd be. Like you get like um, you start like doing like cyborg people, but like the thing is like, say there's like a third world country that can't afford cyborgs yet because they're not just not there. They just start sewing people together to make a superhuman. Jesus. How cool would that be? Pretty cool. And I think it's pretty cool that you really thought this through, this whole yeah. thing. I mean. <laughs> you know what you want. We all have to have dreams. We all have to have dreams. <laughs> no, that'd be cool. I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be wanting to be the person that like makes them, like sews them back up. I feel like you're going to kill someone one day. <laughs> no, my like, anxiety is way too high. Like, do you know how scared I'd be that I get caught? If you, okay, so say you, <laughs> say you snap and you kill someone, you know, like it, it'd be unfortunate. But my only advice to you is make sure you 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 have like a call sign, like oh this is Allie. The, you have to kill him in a dark alley. Ah, okay, okay. Or okay. like I don't know, make make it make it cool, make it fun. Well, if I'm gonna kill somebody, I want to cut them up. Let's mm-hmm. be real. So yeah. I'm gonna have to you know bring them back to my house and slowly cut them up into pieces, and then I want to look inside their insides and see what it looks like, and. I'm totally kidding. I'm just trying to. Zach's All right, guys. Over here thank you for thank you for like, listening. So um, I hope you have a happy Wednesday. <laughs> no, I don't even like listening to serial killer stuff anymore. Ever since I had Layla, I'm yeah. so like sensitive to all that stuff because it's always like young girls that are dying. So I'm always like, shit. I don't want to watch any more new stuff. Like, are I'm, are I you just... gonna raise uh, Layla to be like um, feminine? Or are you gonna like, raise her like, you know what I mean? Like. I'm gonna raise her however she wants to be raised. That's good. That's good. I I think it's weird how like girl toys are marketed towards like being a stay at home mom and like oh here's a baby doll here's a kitchen. No, you know what I I found for sale a freaking fake 
washer and dryer. Oh my Why would the God. hell would I want my daughter to go and <laughs> play around acting like she's cleaning the damn laundry? No, right. if she wants like a tool shed thing or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know, like a tool belt or G.I. Joe thing, I'll buy her that. Or yeah, I mean, I think that's what you should. Day. You yeah. like, I don't know. That's if I ever have a kid, like, I'm just going to raise him like, you know, and vice versa. If I have a son, like if he wants to play with like baby dolls and shit, like, go ahead. Like, it's I don't know. I. I wouldn't probably do like the the weird like realistic toys like that. I would yeah. probably do like definitely Jurassic Park toys. Yeah. Um video yes. games for sure. And then like I'm going to teach him straight out the womb. I'm going to teach him how to code and become like a matrix <laughs> person. You should. Um, well, Layla does Morse code by tooting. She oh, toots that's Morse cool. code. It's so cute. Yeah. So Um so we're the podcast is getting pretty long at this point. Yeah. Um I want to end it soon but we talked to with Brendan Kumarasamy, um, and he has a game that he plays. It's called the Random Word Game, where I give you get a word, and you have to present about that word. Oh God! We gave okay. him labia, and we gave him dildo, and he wouldn't say either. He wouldn't. No, he's a sweet boy. Oh, um, but so wait, I have to. I want to. I want to give you a word, and, and you I have, have to what? You have to present on that word. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna do. Uh, how about? Anal leakage. Uh, am I selling it to you? Like, do you Go want ahead. anal leakage? What, whatever you want. Sell me. Okay. Sell me whatever. Anal you want. leakage. Why wouldn't you want it? Your butt stays moist. Um, it crusts up. It kind of will help you scratch your butt cheeks um, when you can't do it when you're in public. Uh, anal leakage is I've heard good for like a homeopathic type thing where you can um, ingest it. Uh, specifically, dog anal leakage. Oh. Um, and it helps with, um, you know, your health. It keeps you uh, vibrant and uh, glowing. Mm. Um, anal leakage is all around expensive, though. I'll tell you that right now. My dog has anal leakage 24-7. And um, it's cost me a pretty penny. So, yeah. How much to get anal leakage installed? Uh, installed. What are the installations? I would have to say it's got to be more than than express expressing it. So, um, I'd say like one fifty. Ah, okay. I think yeah. uh, I think you sold me on that. <laughs> uh, do you, Do you want to give me one? Uh, okay. Um, G- give me yeah, give me a product that I have to sell. Mm, let's see. It's tough. It's a tough. I one. know. Um. A Thanksgiving turkey. Thanksgiving turkey. Okay. <clears throat> you guys, listen. You know, the holidays are coming up. We just had Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, what What are we going to do with all these turkeys? We have too many turkeys. So right now, we have a special giveaway. You get buy two, get one free for Thanksgiving turkeys. Okay? They're a little bit rotten at this point because it's, uh, it's about, like, two weeks after the fact. But, you know, it's a, it's a good, good price. You got... Three ninety nine for this uh, this turkey right here. It's uh, it's a little damp still. Um, you know you can do you can do a lot with these. You can wear them as a little little head. You could uh, you can wear them as some pants. You can do whatever you want. I mean it's your turkey. It's your choice. You know what I mean. So basically, what we're selling is an idea. Okay, we're selling the, we're selling the object, but we're also selling an idea. Turkeys they're year round concepts, and you can get start on this. You can get started on this trend for just three ninety nine. Oh, you fucked up right there. See, I'm Fuck. not I'm not sold now. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good Wednesday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sold. As long as it gives me the shits. Yeah, we could tie our sources together. Okay, because I want to like lose weight. You know what I mean? But if I want to eat and mm-hmm. lose weight. So if it's like yeah. bad turkey and then I eat it and then I poop, I have anal leakage, I lose weight. So yeah, there you go. Um. All right. Well, I think we should. Uh, I think we should end it here. Okay. All right. Sounds well, good. <laughs> thank you so much. I had a lot of fun. Me too. Brendan, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a lot of fun, um, and you are a really good sport. You, uh, I, I would love to have you on again, man. Like, I know you're a podcast hoe, and I know you, uh, <laughs> you know, I also know you have a full time job, so. You know, if you ever want to be on again, dude, we'd love to have you. So just yeah, we, like, gotta, we should do like a two year review. Like, where where is he now? Oh, he's probably going to be president. He's going to own Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I no milk. Yeah. No milk. Seriously, we got to get rid of those campaigns. <laughs> so, um, Brendan, is there anything you want to plug or say to our listeners? Yeah, for sure. I think I'll leave with the plug and life advice. So the plug is, you know, if you want to check out the YouTube channel, it's Master Talk in one word. If for some reason you want to master communication, I don't really know, but uh, go for it if that's if that's what you're into. Feel free. That's a skill anybody can use, man. No, yeah, this is the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. It. But the, but the life advice is that cult has probably heard twenty times based on the research he's been doing. Is is a quote that I live by, which is "Be insane or be the same." And if you want to be like everyone else, that's totally fine. But if you want to do something important with your life, the only way for it is to do something crazy. That's why I like what people like you are building, you know, like Colt and Zach in the sense that you don't just look at societal norms and say, oh, I need to keep asking Brendan the same question. You're like, how do I make this guy feel uncomfortable? Just really get him out of his zone. You, and you two did that well in a fun way. And I, th- I think that's a great message for everyone. If you want to do something important, you need to go against the norm. And in my case, what was that? It was starting a YouTube channel at 22, coaching senior executives when I was 23, still living in my mother's basement, having this conversation literally on the mattress I sleep on. I don't own a car. I karaoke in eight different languages. I dance low in my basement an hour a day, and obviously I love Justin Bieber. So how do those decisions oh. make any sense? Yeah. He, right? And, that's and BTS. Point, right. Oh, yeah. I love BTS. And that's the point of driving is if all of the decisions that you make in your life make sense to you then you're probably going to be very successful in life. So that's it. Be insane or be the same. Be insane or be the same. You hear that, Dad? <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> I love Kumar so he's, much. He's a sweet fucking boy, man. Like, I try, but... If you were here, like, you're lucky, bro. You're lu- I would give you a kiss on the lips. You know, one for good luck and one for a good show. You know what I mean? Like, you you did a really good job. You held your own. You rolled with the punches. You didn't say labia, which I kind of respect. And uh, I don't know. You're just you're a lot of fun, man. I know you played League of Legends. So um, if you if you want to like play some games with us, man, like we're looking for a new game. I suck at League. I play a little Dota. um, But yeah, man, uh, my username is Grandma's Taco. So add me. Anyway, man, thank you so much for being on. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. Of course, guys. Likewise. Such a pleasure. Have a good one. Everyone have a good Wednesday. And we hope to see you next week. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a good night, guys. Take care, everyone. Cheers.
Bang. I'm a tight boy. I'm a tight girl. Hello.